Welcome to the Rogue Agenda Podcast. This is Tanner. This is Dick. I'm Tanner. I'm Dick. Yeah, I said this is like I'm talking (laughs) in the third person. This is. Weird, man. This guy here is me. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about, I'm going to talk about mostly uh, UFC 196 today. Which I didn't see. Which you didn't see, but I'm going to spoil the fuck out of it for you. So if you haven't seen it, then you're uh, either then tune casual, out. casually, or uh, you just don't care to see it. So if, um, it, spoilers, I guess, ahead, if you haven't, you know, if you don't know anything, you don't want to listen to it. But um, this weekend, UFC 196 happened, and I'm a big UFC fan, man. I watch every one. Uh, all of them we get it's crazy it's almost up to 200 uh, yeah yeah it's crazy 200 is gonna be a big deal too man They're... i remember watching number one yeah yeah exactly i've missed a lot of fights if there's almost 200 there's Jesus. almost 200 now wow yeah there's so many and they just there's like at least one a month there's a fight night there's the ultimate fighters on sometimes there's is two pay-per-views a month yeah oh, it's shit. still on it's on fox sports live now they sweat they went over to their fox Fox but that partner. stopped for a while, didn't it? No. Oh, no. There, was, there wasn't a break? I thought, no. it, I thought it stopped because I quit watching it. Well, yeah. I haven't watched them as, as regularly. I always watch the finales because that's when all the good uh, you know, fights yeah. happen. The non-exhibition fights because in the show they're uh, two five-minute rounds or something like the two three-minute rounds. But it's, it's an exhibition. Yeah, no, they don't have, they don't <laughs> have to do, yeah, they don't have to do that too. They don't fight like that, but... Um, I guess, was that just the early seasons? Yeah. little... It was... More of a reality show than yeah. it was about fighting. Well, they do stuff like that still. That's just what I don't like about it. I don't really don't care about that kind of petty. shit. I just want to see fights. Yeah. So, I just usually watch the fights. But, um, I get everyone, so I, you know, I follow it pretty pretty closely. I know who, you know, good fighters are. I do, a, like, a fantasy pick em thing every fight night. Oh, wow. Like, every fight. It's on UFC. I share it on my Twitter, so... If anybody out there watches it and wants to follow along or, you know, uh, pick with me or pick against me or whatever, um, we'll put a link down here and you can you can check it out. But What is it, kind of like a fantasy football? Yeah, it's fantasy fights? Yeah, fights, but it doesn't, like, it's free on their website. You can do DraftKings, which I've done DraftKings before MMA, but that's different. Like, it's like a paid service. Yeah, it's like fantasy football. Like, the it's for the same thing for f- football. They just do it for MMA. Um, the scoring's different though like the scoring's really weird so you have to kind of I have to read more about the scoring because they score different points for significant strikes takedowns that kind of stuff I was going to say you'd think being that fighting is scored to begin with you'd think the scoring would be fairly straightforward yeah well it's different um, instead of it doing like it's not just like in fighting it's a 10-9 round or a 10-8 yeah. 10 you know can be whatever but um in DraftKings, they they score on the different sti- like different individual statistics, like significant strikes, takedowns, submission attempts, con- like control time. There's a fucking list of them, and it gets real complicated because some people that have like, and well, the quicker the fights finish, the more points you get too. Yeah. So like, and then if you finish the fight, it, it, you get more points. So, and we've talked about it a ton. Like you do baseball. And, baseball and, and football. football. Yeah. Now, how do they work? Because I don't know at all. I've never participated. So there's a a site that actually there's, manages all this data for everyone and is sort of like official. Yeah. There's um. Well, each basically any news big news site does it. ESPN does it. CBS does it. Uh, Yahoo does it. NBC like they all have their own. 
that do their own thing. And there's the, oh, my fucking ear. Um, there's a season long fantasy, which you pick, you know, you draft yeah. the team and then you have it for the whole season. And then there's the daily fantasy, which is what MMA is because it's, you know, they're like one event. So you don't pick a team like most M- MMA fantasy that you're doing is a daily fantasy thing where you pick, you'll pick five guys in DraftKings. So you'll pick, um, you could have picked like, uh, Connor McGregor, uh, Holly Holm, and then, you know, three guys, three people from the undercard that you would, you would think that would either. But they put the it. info out. Like they'll say that a given fighter got this many points and a given. Yeah. It's just, it's all like, there's a, like, uh, I just didn't know. I've always wondered how it worked. Because... Fight stats, fight metric, something like that. There's a, there's a, um, like a qualified, uh, statistics bureau that does that stuff. Not uh, bureau maybe, but it's, it's a program or site or there's a, like there's for like baseball, there's the Elias sports bureau. Cause it seems to be like somewhat subjective. As soon as you were talking about like significant strikes and stuff, yeah, well, like, that, I just it can be subjective. Envisioning but it conflicts depends. over if a spinning back fist was a significant strike or if that was well, that's like, if it landed, yeah, and it wasn't blocked. Like that's what you like if you're breaking down like significant strikes is just mean a, like a, a strike that was landed without it being blocked. Yeah, no, so, I mean I just, that I just see dis- from, disagreements, but I guess that's why there's uh like these official venues for exactly. I just I just yeah. never knew. So when somebody says they're in like a fantasy football league, that means they just picked one of these sources of information as like their official one that they're going to go by. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, each I one wondered, has, has I its own league. Yeah. Never knew. Yeah, pretty much. Everybody around me has always done that kind of stuff, like fantasy football leagues. Uh, like I've known guys that do hockey, yeah, rugby, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and I always just wondered like. Uh, like you've done it where you're on a site and you're looking stuff up and I was like Who, where's this information come from mm-hmm. it's somebody uh, just sitting there watching everything I can't what, fight metric or fights stat or something I can't remember exactly what it is for MMA but there's a there's one that like just does all the stats and those come from the, there's some you know somebody watching each fight yeah. taking these metrics at each one and then it's the same for you know baseball football whatever you have whatever yeah that's so you just go by one of those, yeah. yeah. I didn't know. Learned something. But we, I have, I just do the one, it's it's part of this like UFC rewards program thing. So if you go to their site every day, you can get points, and if you share it and tweet and like do other stuff, you can pick uh, fights every week and you get point bonus points for it. But then you can return those points into like memorabilia and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Like, uh, and some of it's really nice, like 15,000 points gets you... Uh, a signed glove by Conor McGregor or a plaque like 11 by 17 plaque that has a piece of the actual canvas in it and like signed autographed pictures and shit it's really neat like Like, no it's like it's legit shit yeah it's (laughs) pretty cool cool. so I always check this like do the the fantasy thing and then I'll share it on Twitter so that you can see what uh, exactly my picks are and stuff like that but um, UFC 196 was interesting as shit that's for sure um I don't really remember much of the undercard because the undercard was pretty boring, <laughs> if I remember. Like, there was a couple of fights, like the uh, Ziara Bahadazura um, <clears throat> beat up Brandon Thatch. Did you just nail that? Yeah, that's it. That's it. He's from Afghanistan. Um, nice. He, uh, 
he he beat up Brandon Thatch, who's like a real good kickboxer, but he has like the the you know the fatal flaw, the true flaws of some you know strikers. He has has uh, he got taken down and didn't have a game off his back really. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. like Brandon Thatch is like he's like a man. I want to see him like because striking he's like insane. But his last couple fights, he's just gotten taken down and you think you'd see that ground. less. Well, I guess. I guess yeah. he's probably decent on the Still. ground, just not at this level of competition. Right. Like, I would imagine he is doing jiu-jitsu and stuff. Just, yeah. Just these other guys are world class. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> this is important stuff. It's about those minis. <laughs> I guess that does take... We haven't really talked about it a lot the last few weeks, but it yeah. does take priority. At the end of the day, <laughs> I'm trying to make fucking some money. all of yeah. this is about yeah. not this, I guess specifically, but fucking making that money. Like this, this little device here, its purpose is to make me money. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm also I'm trying to look up um, that stat site or whatever. <clears throat> no, this. Uh, I'm gonna take a drink while we we have a lull in the action. Here. Okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> uh, excuse me. So, uh, Amanda Nunes versus uh, Shevchenko. Yeah, uh, Amanda Nunes versus <clears throat> Shevchenko. And so, Amanda Nunes uh, ended up winning that fight. First by name, Shev? Like- uh, Valentina Shevchenko. Oh, okay. Um, Amanda Nunes ended up winning that fight. And she's... Um, I don't know what her ranking is right now. I'm sure I can find out on here. But her, uh, she's ranked really high. And she was going to be somebody that was in contention to fight the whoever won... Um, the championship fight that was later in the card. Her, um, the Valentina girl looked like a fucking tank and, uh, it was a tough fight. It was, it was a good fight, but it wasn't the most entertaining fight where there was knockout or submission, you know, like all kinds of stuff like that. The Valentina, uh, girl looked strong and tough as shit, but Amanda Nunes has been, you know, had a bunch of really good fights in her. So she was, um, you know, looking at a title shot, but really didn't set herself apart. In, um, you know, the first bout of the pay per view to, you know, to make her stand out and be like, yeah, you really, really that, deserve that, a title shot. Yeah, it makes a difference. It does because the whole the whole industry's incentivized oh, to a, have these entertaining yeah, fighters. Yeah, it's about um, it's about entertainment. I mean, it's about yeah. entertainment as 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 much as about as sport, and that's like why Conor McGregor is making the money that he's making. We'll get to that later, but that's one of the reasons for all the haters and stuff out there. But, um, we had, the next fight was, uh, Corey Anderson versus Tom Lawler. And this is a good fight. Tom Lawler's a goofball. Like if you ever want to, he's a goofball. (laughs) He's a hell of a fighter, but he's kind of a goofy bastard. If you look up Tom Lawler, uh, like walk-in entrances or weigh-ins, um, it's some of the funniest shit. Like he, uh, took, Printed out ta- Conor McGregor's tattoos and glued them to his chest. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Yeah, he's just he's a goofy bitch, but uh, he's a goofy guy. I'm sorry, he's not a bitch because yeah. he would whoop my ass. But uh, he's just he's just funny, man. He's just funny, and, and that kind of stuff. There's some people do that, but not a lot of people do that. That's not something you expect at that level of competition. No, exactly, and it's funny. It's funny, it, and it brings a different kind of thing to the game. Um, you know, than guys like that have always stuff. been more popular. Yeah, I. He's, like, one of the guys funny. that comes to mind, he didn't even do that much crazy stuff, was, like, guys like Chuck Liddell. Like, he was just entertaining yeah, anytime he right. was anywhere. Yeah. 
And he was a good fighter, too. Bro. Oh, yeah, exactly. But that's, that's yeah, why that you got helps. excited when he was in stuff, because yeah. he was fucking entertaining. He was entertaining. He always had something to say mm-hmm. about anything anybody else was doing. Yep. And, um, the, well, the fight was good. Like, Tom Lawler's a good <clears> fighter, <throat> too, and he had been on uh, he had been on a roll. I, think, I can't remember how many fights he had won in a row, but um, Corey Anderson ended up getting him by split decision. Some of the judges scored at 30 fucking 27, which was outrageous to me, and I was like, there's no way. I thought it should have been 29-28. It's just that there's something off whenever every judge, like, doesn't give one guy a round. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing, but I thought Corey Anderson, um, he's like an up-and-coming prospect, but I don't think he's shown his best yet. We'll see. We'll see with that guy. He looks like he could be. Um, he looks like he could be really good. But that was at two of five, and then. Um, what does that sound? It's a fan. I think it is a fan in my computer vibrating. Yeah. I think I got a fan going out. Oh no, it's not. Is it? I'm walking all over the fucking place. I'm not sure. Yeah, it is. Oh, you bitch. I'm going to cut the wire on it. Stay tuned as we're uh, experiencing some... I'm, I'm going to thump my computer for a minute. Schmechnical difficulties. But, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, the 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 third fight on the card was... You continue. I'm, I'm uh, John Vallant versus... Uh, I don't even know how to... Ilir Latifi, I'm gonna, I'm probably butchering that, but um, I thought Latifi was gonna come out and knock this guy the fuck out. Like Vallant is a tough guy, and he had, he beaten he's beaten some um, some really good guys, but I thought uh, Latifi was you know gonna storm out and and throw a right hook to his face and just and, and knock him out, but that didn't happen. Um, so it was, that overall was a pretty boring fight actually, um, and it kind of made. None of the first three fights were really that great. Um, they were, you know, I enjoy watching fights, so I enjoyed it. But, uh, yeah, it's a little loud. Uh, we're just disassembling a computer here while we're trying to record a podcast. So, uh, don't mind all of the the extra noises. Why is that noises. feeling that fan's audible? It probably is. It probably is. But the first three fights weren't um, anything, you know, special, and it really kind of started the the uh, pay per view off in a not so um, exciting way. Some of these pay per views you just like start and it just goes. It's like balls to the walls. All the fights are good. There's knockouts happening. There's all kinds of shit happening. You're just fucking yelling like crazy the whole time. But this wasn't one of them. And then the uh, the co main event happened with Holly Holm and. Um, Misha Tate and Misha Tate had lost twice to Ronda Rousey um, by submission both times well I think submission did she she might have um, actually I don't know if one was decision she almost broke her arm the one time but then Ronda Rousey lost to uh, Holly Holm in devastating fashion at at last at her last uh, pay-per-view and it was it was brutal man if you look up any of the clips on TV like she gets she just gets destroyed by Holly Holm and it's <clears> tough <throat> man in the face yeah it's bad so Holly Holm looks like a world beater coming into this fight and Misha Tate fights the perfect fight like she doesn't rush at her like Ronda did she takes her time she's 
attacking. So um, she didn't get kicked in the face. No, she didn't get kicked in the face. Um, she didn't even get tagged that much. She didn't get punched that much. Like Holly Holm was winning, uh, was winning the rounds, but she wasn't getting beat up. Like Misha wasn't getting beat up. Like Ronda just got beat the fuck up. Um, it was, it was, she perfectly executed her game plan that she needed to, in order to win that fight. So the first round goes to, to home, uh, off of just points. I think it's just advantage. Basically she's the busier fighter on the feet and she's controlling the octagon. Uh, aggression's probably in her favor. The second round comes out and Misha gets her down and almost, and takes her back, almost chokes her out for like the whole round. So that they were saying that some of the, some people were saying that was a 10, eight round. So it's looking like it's a, um, 10-9 first round for Holly, 10-8 second round for Misha. So then the three and f- the third and fourth round were basically the same. Uh, Holly comes out, uh, stifles Misha's offense, can't get takedown. She she stops her takedown attempt. So three and four go to Holly, and it's looking like she's up three rounds to one basically. So um, going into the fifth round, they kind of she know she says in the interviews that she knows that she has to go for something big. She has to go for the takedown. And uh, she does. She she gets it with a minute, two minutes left. There's two minutes left on the clock or something like that. And, and she's it. down. And she uh, she gets her back. She she oh, and it's like it's so exciting because like she she takes her I down. Can tell. And she and she like gets shucked off. And she's like barely hanging on. And then she trips her and she falls down. But she doesn't have like her hooks in. So it's like she's just like grasping on and holding on um, to get her down. And then she she gets her back and she stands up and. Uh, Misha climbs on Holly Holmes' back, but she only has one hook in. So, she, and then she sinks in the rear naked choke, and it's in. Like it's underneath her, chi- underneath her chin. It's in, and she's like pulling her off, and she tries to like spike her. Holly Holmes yeah. tries to spike her, and um, you know, like that type of deal. And it's just, uh, it didn't work. She rolls with it. Like when you do jujitsu a lot, people will try to do that to you, even if you're not like. Standing up, they'll try to roll you through, and if you just roll through it, too high on your right, back. Yeah. you can roll through it if you tuck your head. So she did that, but she only had one hook in, and she was so high, but she she held she had it so tight, and she had the one hook helped her flip Holly back over, and 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 she got it, and she got the other hook in, and then it was just done from there, and you knew, and Holly's just fighting it the whole time. You can see that it's underneath <laughs> her; uh, she's all red, and she's she goes out like this. She goes out punching. She went out <laughs> punching. Hilarious. She went out punching. She's a fucking warrior, dude. It was crazy. It was it, it was absolutely nuts. Me, my brother, my dad were all standing up yelling like, "Oh my god!" Because it was just like within the, like the last two minutes of the fight that she was yeah. obviously losing. She pulled this off and um, had the had it gone to the end of the round, Holly Holm probably wins that fight if she doesn't make that like that kind of final mistake. She. Uh, she probably wins that fight, but it was it was just an ins- insane, insane, and, and exciting, and it's any it's everything that you want a uh, an MMA fight to be, let alone a women's MMA fight. Yeah. Um. So it just it, it was just so it was just it was so good, and it's so exciting, and such a dramatic finish for Misha Tate, who seems like by all, um measures like a sweetheart you know she seems like a really nice girl now, holly Holmes seems like you know a, a really nice girl too she's the preacher's daughter but yeah, that's cool it was yeah submission wins are always the best yeah and it was just, I, it was just I so people, dramatic especially years ago people used to complain that they were boring like they people wanted to see knockouts and yeah. shit like that and it's like i've never understood that like if you want to see knockouts there's other types of fighting that are better yeah. better for that this is about 
the, that kind of shit. This is about like people struggling, and it's it's kind of like a more strategic, controlled like, way. Yeah. To do it. yeah, I mean, there's obviously it takes because like that was frantic. Both. Obviously, oh, with somebody yeah. hanging on your yeah, back, completely. But completely. But there's a lot of strategy going on on both sides when something like oh, that's happening. Oh, there were so many different, like, t- the it's techniques. It's like you keep saying about one hook, one hook. That's a big thing. Yeah. Like, that's a huge right. deal when someone only has one leg around you. Right. Because they don't have control, control. of you. Mm-mm. No, and that's the th- There was so much technique there. Like, and it's hard to try to break it down without being like, hey, here's the video. And then yeah. UFC's Free like... Free frame this. This is what's happening yeah, here. Yeah, UFC's like, hey, you need to take this down because you're using <clears throat> our fucking video. Yeah. So, it's hard to, like, break it all down technically, which I'm... Not, I'm not trying. What's well, like when you, you were saying about her trying to spike her. Yeah. When you see that happen and it doesn't work immediately, like that. When you know what's going on, you're like, oh uh, shit. Yeah. She, it's you're like, like oh she, shit. She just thumped her. Yeah. On her fucking head and it didn't shake her off. Right. And she held it. Did she hold it? Did she hold the choke? And she held it through, and then just choked her out. I mean, when people say they choked them out, a lot of people say it's like they tap. But she choked her out. She <laughs> went out fucking throwing punches, I, uh, man. It's amazing. I didn't see the fight, but I saw it on like social media and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, memes. Uh, like and we were talking before, the meme about like uh, we'll some get other to that. guy being, we'll get to that. being a bitch. Yeah, we'll get to that one. Um, but uh, it, it, one of the th- like I always watch. See, I was so jacked after this, so that I, I watched the. We'll get we'll get to the, the main event. I was so jacked, like, I was watching the press conference and stuff, and one of the funny things that um, Misha Tate said when she won that she, she was going to have two things, that she was going to eat some cupcakes and have Budweiser, because <laughs> she, she her nickname's Cupcake, and that she told Brian, her uh, trainer and boyfriend, that he had to get out the red boxer briefs tonight. And that's hilarious, because um, when Conor McGregor won the championship, he said, he told his girlfriend that she had to get out the red panties tonight for celebration so she told uh, Red Boxer Brief so that was that was an inside joke I guess to UFC fans but I thought that was pretty hilarious and then um, the main event happened and the main event was Nate Diaz on um, Nate Diaz versus Conor McGregor on like 10-11 days notice Conor McGregor was supposed to fight Rafael Dos Anjos uh, for the 155 pound championship the lightweight championship does that mean two years? what's that? no Dos Anjos no maybe Maybe that means maybe that's what that means. <laughs> no, it's got a J in it. Anyos is just A O oh, okay. S, but yeah, his has a J in it. Um, high school education. Yeah, hi, there you go. Spanish kicked in for me there, man. Uh, he's Brazilian though, so maybe that doesn't apply. We're talking two completely different, like Portuguese and Spanish. They're they're yeah, close. They're not not the same. But though. yeah, um, so maybe I'm not too smart. At, you know, any Brazilian people that ever see this, my apologies. Uh, be a little more cultured than the people that just categorize it as like English, South American, and then non-English. Yeah, exactly. He speaks yeah. non-English. I was yeah, exactly. Um, Plenty of those people in my life. So McGregor was moving up from one forty-five. He had won the championship at one forty-five from Jose Aldo, who I, most people have seen the clip of that fight. Oh, that he was weighs less than me. That like, three seconds. Oh, that makes yeah. me feel so bad about yeah. myself. This guy's like a world-class athlete who could destroy, just, yeah. just crush my face, yeah. and he weighs about. 30 pounds well, less than Have me. you seen the clip of him fighting uh, the mountain? No. From oh, Game of yeah. Thrones. Yeah. yeah, is that who that, that was? That, yeah, oh, that's yeah, them, like sparring. Yeah. The little <clears throat> guy running around and punching him in the stomach and stuff. Yeah. Because, yeah, if nobody's watched that clip, it's great. Yeah. It's fucking great. It's the mountain from uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Sparring. Sparring with Conor McGregor from the UFC yeah. 145 pounds. And he's because it's fucking so good. twice his size. The, I don't know what you want to say. 
the attitudes of both of them went all over the place yeah. during that <laughs> yeah. because they yeah. they started out real lighthearted and then it got a little real there because he was actually laying into him. The mountain was big and slow, just yeah. like you'd expect him to be, and the other guy was actually thumping him pretty yeah. good. <laughs> and I think he was getting genuinely irritated yeah. there for a while because he started to get a little rougher and then the other guy started to get like a little faster. Yeah. It was just it was entertaining to watch. Oh yeah. Completely. But then at the end they were like they obviously that's not the first time they've done that. Right. But yeah, it was a great little clip to watch. Yeah, that's cool. We'll link that in if the, you're into fighting uh, at all. Yeah, we'll link that in the description because it is it's a cool or Game one. of Thrones. That, yeah, that, well, that's it crossed over for Big me. Big Yeah, because he, um, yeah, he's a motherfucker in that show. They obviously dramatized his size a little bit in the show, but he is he's still big. a big that's motherfucker. A big dude. Yeah, that is a big fucking dude. He he is big for sure. So. Um, Conor McGregor, like the Jose Aldo clip, people have seen he knocked him out in like two seconds. He, they throw they throw a clip and uh, he hits Conor, but Conor's uh, right on the jaw and knocks him out and and he's one punch and then he follows up with a couple hammer fists. But after that, it was done. So he's like, this guy's Conor McGregor has all the hype around him. I think it's justifiable because he's dude. There's he is the Brad Pitt from Snatch. Yeah, he's that kind of guy. He talks like that. He's an Irishman. He moves like that. He had moved like that. That's something I'm going to get into here a little bit later. Uh, but you know, like the like the gypsy fighting, the you know slipping punches and yeah. cracking them and, and that kind of stuff. He was that's what he he does up until his last couple of fights. So we're going to talk about that. But um, he's got all this hype around him. He's the savior from Ireland. He's and I'm I'm loving it. Like he, and he's talking like Muhammad Ali. You know how yeah. like Muhammad Ali is like the the guy on the microphone and stuff like that. And he's just making talking all kinds of shit and making fights entertaining. So he talks a lot of shit. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so Dersanyas breaks his foot and they cancel the fight. So they're looking for a replacement 10 days ago and they, they call up Nate Diaz and they give Nate Diaz the fight who I've been a huge Diaz brothers fan like Nick um, from back in the early days of the UFC knocking out Robbie Lawler to the pride where he go go plot his Gomi after getting his ass beat up for a round and then his little brother comes in off the ultimate fighter show and chokes fucking uh, choking guys out and has the same boxing style. They, they're, those guys are like the epitome of uh Martial artists and fighters, they don't give a fuck. Like, they yeah. just don't give a fuck about nothing. They just want to fight. And they're entertaining as shit. I love their style. They're jujitsu. They, they're just, they're jujitsu guys that can, they can, there's, they're just, uh, I'm gushing, but they're like, they're my favorite. <laughs> they're like, they've always been my favorite. And it was hard for me. It's kind of hard for me to like pick who do I want, you know, to win that fight. I just want, like, they're both, either one was, was fine with me. But, um, so they pick Nate and, um, Nate is fucking the, the the difference is I mean they gave it at one seventy because it was on ten days notice and he was Nate's a that's bigger crazy. guy. That's crazy. That's crazy to ten days notice for a fight. Yeah, well, it's that, crazy for Conor McGregor to take that Something at this level. Fight. Oh yeah, absolutely. Ten days. There's, there's millions of dollars on the line though. Like that's they gave these guys. Well, that's what I mean. Like that, that's that, yeah. That oh, that'd be so overwhelming. Like they're probably keeping in shape, but. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, not yeah. like you would no. be if you had a fight coming up no, in ten fucking not days. Not at all. Well, and that's exactly what they said. Was Nate was he said I was on a yacht in Cabo drinking, having drinks with Gilbert. That's Melendez. what I mean. Yeah, when they called me and he said, "Yeah, I'll do it." But he said, "He Even also if you're said, staying in good shape. You're still maybe." 
Oh, yeah. 75 he or 80 at, percent right. like when time to fight comes. He wasn't at fight shape, he said. Um, but he said on his worst day when he's eating junk food and stuff, he still trains for two hours. So, like, there, there's, there's guys, like, and there was rumors that he was training for a triathlon. Nick and Nate do triathlons and shit, yeah. Ironmans, in between their fights. So, those guys are always it's just in their shape. lifestyle. It is. And they smoke a lot of weed, too, apparently. <laughs> um, but Nate, oh, man, and our, like, you know, Eddie, Eddie and Earl and all these guys on our Facebook were talking about, like, why'd they give the fight to Nate? Why'd they give the fight to Nate? It's, they should have gave it to Donald Cerrone. And I was like, no man, I was like Nate's a good fight. Like, and I'll man, I have it. I because I brought it back up. I was like, you guys remember that I said this right after the fight happened. Um, I tell you, it was a good fight. Yeah, it was always great. And uh, Nate, <clears throat> so I was like, people didn't like. The thing with Connor is, is that they took this. Uh, they first off, they took this fight at 170 pounds. So Connor went from fighting 145 normally to 170 pounds, yeah. 25. That's crazy. Yeah, 25 pound. Uh, increase in weight. So he weighed in at like 168. Nate weighed in at one like 169. But Nate's six foot tall and Connor's 5'8". If, if guys had the time to do that, they'd probably put, what, like 40 pounds on and then cut. Well, see... Because you'd want, even going up that far, you you probably still want to cut a little bit. You would think. If you had the time, like if you're weeks out. The the thing with that, that ha- ended up happening... Um, was that Connor said he carried too much weight? It was just not an optimal fighting weight for him because he's he he was too heavy. He was just thrown on. Yeah, he wasn't. No, he was built. He was big, man. He looked. But even that, swollen. like if you, he it's, has, it's not how he would have been if he could be. Oh how he yeah, for be. sure, sure. Yeah, <clears throat> but he um, he said that it just wasn't his optimal optimal weight to to fight at afterwards. That he didn't use his his uh, energy efficiently because he wasn't used to it. And the thing was, is like the Nias brothers, I've never seen them knocked out cold. I've seen them get knocked down once, maybe each, like yeah. where they've been knocked down. But I, you don't see those guys get knocked, knocked out cold. Out. <laughs> no, man, they take punches. They don't cross the mat, <clears throat> get punched in the face, and go down. No, well, they'll. The thing with those guys is, is they have so much scar tissue that they'll bleed like motherfuckers from punches, but they don't go down. I said that's a tough fight. If especially Conor McGregor has some legendary power in his hands, like already, he, dude hits like a truck. Well, for the first round, they came out and it looked it looked the same. It looked like a Conor McGregor fight. What he was doing, he was slipping punches and moving around and tagging Diaz. By the end end of the first round, Diaz had a cut above his eye, a below his eye, and his whole side of his face was bleeding. Um, and Connor was doing his thing. The thing that the thing that's worried me that I, I said I wanted to talk about before what was weight gloves. Do they wear now? Four ounce. Four ounce. Too. Yeah. Uh, Connor, when he started fighting before he came into the UFC, he was doing like watch Snatch, watch Brad Pitt from Snatch, where he he he's slipping punches and then knocking people out and not getting hit as much. In his last couple UFC fights, he's been a lot more willing to take a punch to give Square a punch, enough. and. That he's got a good chin and he's taking it, but Nate, Nate found his jaw and it, it it fucked him up, and I think that he needs to try to get back to that more Find a better balance. Yeah, the 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 fainting and the missing, having people miss him and then capitalizing on that, then being he went from like a strict counter puncher to a more aggressive counter puncher. I don't know if like. If that makes sense, to where he's waiting for them to attack him, but he's making the he's aggression, forcing, but forcing the counter yeah. punching. Yeah, so he's been hit a lot more lately in not the auto fight, but he got hit in the auto fight 
on the, on the return punch. The Mendez fight, Mendez cracked him a couple times. There's been some fight, his last couple fights where he's gotten hit more often than he did previously in his career. And I think that's something to look at, especially for him um, when he has the ability to not take that punishment. Yeah. And he's he's shown that he's better he than knock that. knock you out. I mean... Well, that's... Because it's not like anybody knows anything about fighting. It's not all power. No. Like, you don't have to blast a hole in right. somebody's face to actually knock them out. Right. So, like, if you put your yourself in bad positions like that, some somebody's just going to knock you out. Exactly. They're just going to catch your jaw and uh, yeah. like that, and you're going to go out. Yeah. And he knows that. So, in, in the first round, it's, it definitely went Conor McGregor's way. And then in the second round, Nate... Uh, there's this fucking... I'll, I'll link the article. It's called Defying the Storm. It is on bloodyelbow.com. The guy breaks down exactly what happens in the exchanges leading up to and uh, the, the exchange that Nate Diaz catches Conor. He breaks it down perfectly. We'll link it for sure. I don't want to go into all of it, but uh, Nate's boxing style is a lot different than other people's where he... Um, he catches him with a big overhand left. He's trying to like hit him with a straight, and then ca- Connor's trying to catch him with a left, and he does. But Nate goes with the punch and kind of absorbs it, and it's like sh- he sh- absorbs the shock with his feet by the, the his the position of his feet and the way that he comes through like that to absorb the blow, and he's picking up and he's he, he's picking up his tendencies the whole time. So on the um, on the the combination that gets him, he throws he's left handed, so he throws a straight right jab. And Connor dips, or dips like faint or slips it, and he knows where it's at. So like right behind this one, he's already throwing <laughs> this one, and yeah. he throws it right to where his jaw is going to be, and he cracks him in the jaw with this one, and then cracks him with the left, and Connor went, like stopped, and that's when he said he knew it was over. So the next thing that happens is Connor shoots, um, Diaz goes for a five finger guillotine or ten finger guillotine. And Connor rolls through it, which is like the best thing to do, roll to your back. Because you get a yeah. 10-finger guillotine like that, man, you have to roll to your back or they're going to get you. So he rolls to his back and then it's just the thing that is subtle about it that most people don't pay attention to or, or maybe they don't notice is the way that he, I call it floating. Diaz floats, his movement, He like, and he's on top in control the whole time while that guy's moving around. He just floats on top of him. He maintains control while going with what that guy's doing. So he comes up and he's on his back, punches him a couple times, and then just slips that. He just slipped it in, man. And it was in, like, right away. Yeah. And that's the that's the difference is um, I was listening to another podcast, the Joe Rogan podcast with Eddie Bravo. Eddie Braj. Eddie Braj. So you know Eddie yeah, Bravo, the rubber guard yeah. stuff. Um, they were talking about that. And he said that, that Connor has fought before or trained before at 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu. And he's not bad. The difference between a jiu-jitsu match and a MMA fight is that Connor just got punched in the face. That's so a big difference. For anybody saying that Connor's got like shitty jiu-jitsu, apparently that's not the case. No, but things change when you get rocked. No, and you're playing or you're you're sparring like no punches. It's it's way different then, because everybody's yeah. hyper aware of everything you're doing. Everybody's hyper aware of where each other's hands are. Right. Like you'd be guarding against it. He'd have his fucking chin tucked and like. It's not sure. the same when you just got punched in the yeah, face. Yeah, and then you get this going. Like, you're... elbows? Yeah, yeah, man. Right. How did he not block that triangle? Because yeah. he's got elbowed in the fucking eyeball. Right, exactly, you know? it's, man. Yeah, it's a different game. Yeah, it's completely different. And that's there's why so you need many to be a, out there a balanced shit. fighter. You can't just be great at jiu-jitsu, and you can't just be a great right. striker, and you can't just be into Muay Thai. Indeed. It's absolutely true. 
Yeah. And, and the fact that something like that happens doesn't mean that you're not into something. It doesn't mean he doesn't do jujitsu. Yeah. It's just like that guy we were talking about earlier. Doesn't mean that he's not good at jujitsu. Yeah. He's probably really good at jujitsu. Right. But he's facing world class ath- athletes in bad circumstances. Yeah, exactly. And you like the thing with Nate is Nate's Nate's a Caesar Gracie jujitsu black belt, and I think Caesar yeah. Gracie has given like five black belts out. It's crazy. And two of them are to the Diaz brothers. That's crazy. So, like, that's just, like, these guys, yeah, they're, they're world class. They're the best, like, some of the best of the best at jiu-jitsu. And Nick, Nate, has a very underrated boxing game, stand-up game, and his foot movement is, it's really underrated. People don't, because he, he's slower and he plods, but he's got, like, a huge reach. He fights the kind of style that he needs to fight for his build. And people don't give him enough credit for what he's able to do standing. People don't want to take him down because that kind of shit happens. So he took him out and he tapped. Conor McGregor tapped. And um, I, I, and now people call him a, a massive a bitch. vagina. Yeah, well, see, and I, we'll, we'll go into ridiculous. that real quick. Is that there's a, there was a meme that was going around um, that said... Uh, it had a picture of Holly uh, passing out. You know, she didn't tap. She said, didn't tap. And then said Conor McGregor tapped like a bitch. Um, and I, like, I responded to it cause it's, it's a guy I know. Um, <laughs> and I said, I was like, there's, there's no, like, and this is legitimate. I'm not talking out of my ass. There's no legitimate betrayal. Martial- he yeah. was on our Clash of Clans clan. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. No doubt. Um, there's no real martial artist that's going to say that anybody's a bitch for tapping out. Like if you've ever done jujitsu or submission fighting MMA, nobody's going to call you a bitch for tapping Sometimes out. The only, just the only the only person that's going to call you a bitch for tapping out is somebody that's never done it or never been in a choke, never been in an arm bar. A choke is, is oddly enough, one of the safest things to not tap to because you're only going to go out for a couple of seconds because it's blood choke, blood comes back to your head and you wake back up. If you don't tap to arm bars, heel hooks, knee bars, leg locks, anything like you that, risk you, risk, you risk not being able to do anything for six to six some, months to a some year. Some guys get more or less crippled and they, they still fucking tap. Yeah. Because there's there's been controversy over the years about like guys working stuff too much. Heel yeah. hooks especially. Uh guys even tap and they still fuck themselves up and it's your body's yeah. never the same after yeah. something like that. Well it, this it, and their responses um were that it it depends when the end of the round is. No, it doesn't. Like, that's not how chokes work. If you know you're going to go out, it doesn't yeah. fucking matter. Chokes don't work with... You can't hold your breath. To, <laughs> no. To you can't hold choke. your blood. Yeah. You can't be like, heart, that's, just hold out a second. Yeah. We're going to pump again in a minute. That's just somebody that's never, <clears throat> that's never fucking... Yeah. And it happens fast. ...said anything. And like, then, if, you're, if you're... Like, somebody like that spars every day. Yeah. For one, it's habit. Like, yeah. if somebody sinks a choke in and you just know you're going to fucking go out because you yeah. can feel it. Like, when you just, you feel the world getting smaller and it happens fast. Right. Like, it just it's happens. It's fine, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's absolutely fine to tap. It's what you do. It, it, it's like we were what? talking. The chick didn't, she didn't, it's not like she felt someone sink a choke in and was like, I'm going to go out, but I'm a fucking badass. Yeah. So I'm just right. going to like, it she, doesn't happen like that. No, it happens not at all to be the case that she didn't tap. But like you said that she said, it's because she didn't think she was going to get choked out. Yeah. She said, she I thought, thought she, was she could get still out. get out. Yeah. She said she so thought she was going to get out. She probably would have tapped. Like if she just sunk it in both hooks and you're just like, Oh fuck. Yeah. She probably would have tapped right. because any fighter on the fucking planet probably yeah. would. The moral of the story is here is, uh, 
I even said in this post... Don't call like, someone that can kick your ass a bitch. Yeah, first off. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a lesson that'll... I said to I was like, I'll gladly put somebody in a rear naked choke and see how much you want to tap. Yeah. If you've never been in a rear naked choke, whenever your shit starts going it like sucks. that, it doesn't. It's not cool. Hurt. It's not no. Like like it's so, like not, we're talking about arm bars and stuff. Like that's a very specific kind sure. of pain. Yeah, and it instantly induces panic. Indeed, you just instantly panic right. when you feel that kind of pain. Right, uh, choking's different, but it's 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 scary. If it's to, a more if primal had. kind of yeah. fucking panic. That sets in. It is. You don't want it to happen. No. And like, like you said, if you could have an understanding with someone, hey, I'm gonna choke you out. It, you could even describe in detail what it's gonna be like. Yeah. And like, okay, and be like, what's well, fine? You can go out. You'll you'll come back in a second. It's yeah. no big deal. You're gonna be fine. Okay. So the moment you start fucking yeah. pressing down on their their arteries, hey. Yeah. It's. It's just how it is. It's legitimate. Like. If, it's a different reality than your everyday life. Yeah. Something like that is happening to you. It's like we were talking about uh, heel hooks. I think yeah. before we started, like that's a. If you've never been in a heel hook that somebody's twerking, like that's a pain. You, well, yeah. That will just end your fucking life. That is your, <laughs> your ability to walk. Your entire existence. Yeah. Is that like you're fucking? That is your world right there when something like that's happening. Mobile. It's, you're not yeah. mobile anymore. You can't do things that normal people can do. That is a bad feeling. Yeah. It's, I just, like, I'm not, not that I have a bunch of experience, but I've done martial arts before, and I know that, like, most people don't say these things unless they're, unless they're like, internet tough guys. And there's a lot of that. The, the people that are criticizing um, McGregor now are saying he can't punch or that he's a bitch. It's like, you guys, you don't have any idea. Yeah. Just shut up. Just so, Jose Aldo. You're not boss who, rooting. Ju- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jose Aldo, who just got knocked out by Conor McGregor, said he had no power. He was a pussy, and he had no power in his hands. Like, dude, you just ate his fist and then sucked on the canvas for fucking yeah. three minutes. So, if anything, that's an insult to him. Yeah, because that you're saying you just got knocked the fuck yeah, out by, by somebody who's like a girl. Yeah, that makes you a bitch. You got like a bitch chin. It's crazy, but. I'm uh, not calling him a bitch. No. I just clearly stated that rule number one yeah. was you don't call people that can kick right. you as a bitch. So I'm I'm not saying you're a bitch. No, it's just contradictory. It's stupid. Like it's it's a weird thing to say, like to You can't help but to notice. people to hate on somebody for, you know. People get invested in hatred. Plus like fighters if you're into fighting, everybody's like the fighter. It's been on like uh, something and O streak, and you get oh, fucking, absolutely, yeah. You get in your head that this guy just everybody loses. Oh, Every, absolutely. Everybody has yeah. those days, absolutely. And you can't look at any one fight. Like, mm-hmm. That's what you were you were talking about, uh, Diaz, and like a, a fighter is the culmination of everything they've done. There, it's their style, like everything. It's you can't look at one fight and be like making pronouncements about this yeah. guy. Because every fighter has those fights where you just, like, you get caught. You know, somebody just has a, a great day. Like, somebody that's, you know, swinging at you and they don't really... It's not a sure thing, but they're just swinging for the fences. Right. And sometimes they'll catch you. Yeah. And it might, it have, been a, it might have been bad technique, you know what I mean? But you can't look at things like that. Like, you can't look at any one fight... And start like talking shit. Yeah. It's like Ron, it happened a lot with Ronda. Yeah, like after well, she got kind of gonna... popular and yeah. and everybody got on the hype train was expecting the hype train yeah. to deliver her to victory. And she panicked. And it don't fucking work that and way. And she got knocked out. Still a great fighter. Oh, because absolutely. Because people yeah. people turned on her instantly. Oh, oh she yeah, fucked. Yeah. She talked too much shit. Blah blah blah. Yeah. 
she talked a little bit of shit that yeah. she probably shouldn't have. But we, well, do. we say that, but we we people want them that, to. Yeah, exactly. People want fighters to talk shit and, and kind of look like idiots a right. little bit, and then they criticize them for talking yeah, that shit. Yeah, they talk shit. Yeah. It's like you were fucking cheering. Yeah, you were linking the video to everybody you fucking knew that. Yeah. Like, like all of a sudden you're that you know, you're an expert you're all now. about that. Yeah, because the one person that you oh I know she lost she lost finally. But that's not fighting. That's everything. Yeah, that's there's haters. They come that's out of the, the word work. Yeah, you but love something he, or not. Connor handled something it. Or not. Abs- the, you, there was he said he you couldn't have handled it better after a loss. Somebody that was yeah. talking that talks the way that he does. He was very humble. He explained what he thought was the reason that he lost, which was that he misused his energy and that he wasn't used to fighting somebody that was bigger and them being able to take their shots. And that's exactly what I said to those people on Facebook was that <laughs> yeah. Nate can take a fucking shot. And I think that if if McGregor connects with some of those punches on any other person, they're out. Yeah. They, but those guys can take a fucking punch and they can take a punch. And he came out and he just... He owned it. I'll have to watch it. When did this happen? It just happened. Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. McGregor owned it. He said he lost. He said that he'll come back and he'll be better from it. There's He couldn't have handled it in a better situation. There's the way that Ronda Rousey handled her loss. There's the way that Conor McGregor handled his loss. Didn't she go into like hiding, basically? Basically, yeah. She didn't talk to the press and stuff. And, and the thing, Conor came back out, sat at the like, press conference. That's understandable conference. immediately. Sure. You, you know, the, a couple days after, yeah. But you probably. still can't... It, but you can't just black out the no. media and stuff. You it, still can't ask her when she's going to fight next or she'll walk out on interviews. That's, that's it's, crazy. It's, that's part of the world you're signing up for when you get into fighting absolutely. like this. This is your, your, you're a persona for the industry as much as you are you know, it's gonna an happen. athlete. You're going to lose. People are going to yeah. lose eventually. But he handled it so well. He handled it so well. And it, it was, there's, this, there's this moment like... Um, at the press conference, it's 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 kind of it's kind of touching. It's kind of like nice, actually. Um, Conor McGregor's coming out. He passes Holly Holm, and he has to sit beside Holly Holm, who just got choked out too. Yeah. And he he uh, when he when he sits down, he puts his hand on her shoulder. He says something to her. She like nods, and she's kind of tearing up, you know, and puts her hand on his, and then he puts his hand back on her like shoulder, and like it's okay, kind of thing. And it was really cool to see that from somebody that's. People hate as much as they hate Connor, who think he's an asshole. He gives a shit about people. He's not. Yeah. He's not. A, he's not a complete dick. If I can find that clip, I'll link it because it's it's really worth watching because it's it's kind of a cool thing to see uh, between two fighters and you know that lost and are obviously it's like a counter narrative to everything everybody's fucking yeah saying. and it's it's pretty obvious that these two are like at a really low point in their life <laughs> right now that they can. There's not many situations where I think somebody can understand the feeling that they're both having at that time. So, it was it, that was a really cool thing uh, to see. Fucking Nate Diaz after he won said, um, Joe Rogan comes out to interview him and he said, "What do you have to say to?" He said, "What are your feelings? Was there anything that surprised you on the fight?" And he goes, "I, I just want to tell, I ain't surprised, motherfuckers." <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> Stars, fucking Nate Diaz, you're the man. He's the fucking man, dude. That's funny. And again, I'm a big Connor fan, but I'm watching Nate do it, and I was just like, what? Me, me and my dad and Case were all standing up yelling at the TV again. It was just, it was an insane, That's sweet. exciting fucking 
last two fights to that card, man, the whole thing wasn't great, but those two fights made up for it because they were just, they were just amazing. They were just amazing. And the then, drama, man. Oh, it that's was. That's when UFC's so good. Yeah. Yeah, That's great. why people complain about more or less that people are characters. I mean, that oh, absolutely, absolutely. But man, there's been UFCs where nothing happened. It just was two relatively small yeah. personalities that came out. and They were good fighters, yeah. and they'd have a good fight and a good decision or something or whatever. You don't really remember it. No. The the fights like I haven't watched regularly in in years. But the fights I remember were always the fucking weirdos. Like yeah. The, the off-the-wall guys. The, right. The Rampage Jacksons. Like yeah, exactly. The, exactly. Those kind of guys. It wasn't... There was almost certainly better fighters than him that probably came and went. Right. And I but he was entertaining as fuck. Yeah. He was entertaining. That's what, that's what those two were. And in 10 days. They did it in 10 days. That's crazy. They sold this fight in 10 days where it was like the biggest pay-per-view gate uh, in Vegas, they said. Uh, the biggest... Pay-per-view. Ten days is nothing. Yeah, that's what they did, and it's just, we it was these two guys. A tough man. Yeah. He trained for more than ten days. Yeah, yeah. You know, and there wasn't millions right. of dollars on the nah. line. It's, it was amazing. It was just man, that's cool. It was just truly. It's ones like that that made amazing. me miss man. watching them. Yeah, the question you get all excited. And oh, shit. it's just so. It's just so good. It's been a and long there's... time since I've watched an exciting fight. I was excited for the. Uh, the Hoist, uh, Hoist Gracie and Ken Shamrock fight, but I, it's funny, I, you kind of spoiled it, but you didn't spoil it, but you did. You yeah. kind of led me to where, to what happened yeah. slowly. And yeah. I ended up not watching it because I kind of don't want to. Yeah. They're fucking, that's the bad kind of drama. Yeah, yeah. You're bad not really kind of controversy. Out. Yeah, you don't really miss, you're not missing out, man. That's now, Ken Shamrock talking shit, that's good controversy. I don't mind yeah, watching that. But, but he just looked like, man, he looks like feeble. For a guy that looks as strong as he is, he just looks He's feeble huge. in the ring. Yeah, but he doesn't. Like, when you see him, you see, you see still shots of that guy, and you're like, holy yeah, shit. For he sure. is going to grab that old man and break him in hand. Yeah, that's not how it worked, though. That man. is not how it goes down. He just doesn't look that. He's not. That, he just doesn't look that strong in, in the ring with other people. But it's weird. So he's weighted up. Like, what's the fucking. Yeah. No doubt. He's inflated. Yeah. These old guys. There's a there's a clip of um, I'm sorry I'm gonna go back to the UFC because that's where I'm at right now. But hey, that I'm, was that I'm, was UFC ish ish. Yeah, UFC from 15 years ago. I uh, I'm hijacking 200 this. Fights this is the ago. UFC 196 podcast. Obviously, Apparently, because we're we're Tanner. at the end of our journey. Yeah, and uh, there there's a clip. I'm gonna link it too because I found it on YouTube. There's a a, a like an eight minute clip of Nate. Um, on the Fox Sports. So after every fight, there's a they do Fox Sports Live is ESPN by Fox Sports now, basically. Yeah. So it's the equivalent. Like they're they're trying to be the equivalent. So they have a, a press conference on Fox Sports Live where they come up and they talk to like the anchors that are doing the show and stuff. So Nate Diaz comes in. Oh God, I can't and, imagine already. Oh well, see, and that's the thing <laughs> is people are gonna like the people that hate him. You watch this video, and then you're gonna just be like, this is this is why this guy is so entertaining. This Our light's blinking. Is why... What's that mean? I don't know. I'm going to get up in the camera like a fucking idiot. I don't know, man. Oh, I think we're out of space. We only got four minutes left. Oh, all right. Well, I guess we'll uh, we'll hurry up. But, I'm uh, going to notice that. We're yeah, moving in a no fucking shit. stop. Um, <clears throat> so he, uh, 
he, he, it's just a good interview. I'll link it. It's an eight minute interview. And he just talks about how he, he breaks it down. Um, what he thought and that he, you know, thought he's the, he just said he's the better martial artist. And I think right now he probably is the better well-rounded martial artist, but there was a lot of things that played into it, but I'm going to link that too. And just watch that because it gives you an idea of who Nate is besides the motherfucker, this (laughs) and fuck you and all, and all that stuff. So um, oh, that's cool. That's a it, that's a it's a really good one to watch, and I'll I'll put a bunch of links down here for stuff from this fight, um, and, and we'll share it. And if you anybody wants to talk about it, please, if anybody you know leaves comments, I'll definitely uh, respond, and we can talk about it on Twitter, on the comments, all that good stuff. So, um, yeah. So that, I think that's pretty much my UFC one ninety six. I didn't have much to add. I like. I have experience from ten years ago. Yeah. To contribute. That's okay, man. I just had to. Being as how it just happened, yeah, I, and I, we wanted to be kind of current. I wanted to talk about it because it's something that it matters to me, and I think that there's some people like this podcast is going to be obviously all over the fucking yeah. place. Um, well, I got I'll squeeze it in here because we we're running out of time. I don't know. I don't know how good that four minute estimate is, and I know how fucking time flies. Yeah, but uh, my recommendation. Yeah, go for it. Not fucking current at all. The Ricky Gervais podcast, the radio show. They did a radio show on XFM and uh, a podcast. Uh, it's what made me get into podcasts for sure yeah fucking he, he's totally not into it but I'm gonna force him to listen to an episode yeah. or two cause I'm just not a big there's some there's some elements of that show we have to integrate there's gonna be fucking knob news in one of these episodes <laughs> if you don't we'll know what that is shot. you gotta watch you yeah figure it out we'll give it a shot but yeah this was the uh, UFC 196 episode yeah well obviously that's my recommendation is to watch some of these watch UFC 196 main event and the Holly Home fight, if you can, and watch the links that I'll put down here uh, f- for the Nate Diaz, the the breakdown of that. Fight. The the article that I'm gonna link is just ins- it's so good. Read it, please read it. It's the breakdown is just it's awesome. Um, so we'll links put some links down here, and uh, we'll call that an end to this this UFC 196 podcast with uh, I'm yep. Tanner Stick, and this has been the uh, the Rogue Agenda podcast. Peace. Peace. I will add. We'll, we'll tag this on because I feel like we have uh, like a. No, it's over. We're okay. over. Yeah. But we got a little bit of time here. All but right. now, hopefully, in this episode, when you're watching it, we're gonna have some next level editing. I was thinking that uh, we talked last time about Doom and shit. I should have. We could put clips here. Let's put clips here. We're gonna have Ron Rousey's face in here and fucking. You'll get to see Ken Shamrock, so you know what the fuck we're talking about when you see him and he's fucking huge. <laughs> but then he gets in the ring and gets manhandled by old men. Right. Yeah. But. Nah, if we can do that, that'd be cool. Because some yeah. of it's it's worth it. But I'll. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely. We'll do that. We're a bunch of the end of that one. stuff, man. Yeah, because it'd be cool. It makes it easier. Um. It, it, I was watching like while well, we're just kind of talking about bullshit. Yeah, this is going to cut abruptly yeah. at some point. Um, you can the Joe Rogan podcast is obviously one of my, he's got you know people yeah. on UFC all kinds of cool people on. I'm the same shit, way. I need to listen to some of them. Like you need he, to listen uh, to fucking. Uh, he uses he's got a computer that he can hook up, and I think you can do it with like um, OBS. Or I don't know how they're doing it. Like I think they're pulling all of their. Oh shit yeah, into, you do like, transitions and all that yeah. shit live. But he. Um, like, he'll pull the computer up and show, like, here's a picture of what we're talking about. They were showing a fucking monkey that had a spear, and he was fishing. <laughs> and, 
And he can't, like, he. they said that he didn't learn enough to be able to catch fish. And it might be because, like, the guy brought up, it might be because, like, light refraction. You know, light refraction and water and stuff works. Yeah, your brain has that, to compensate. Exactly. Yeah. So they might not be able to do that. But that's a fucking thing. A goddamn monkey with a spear was trying to catch fucking fish. Dude, my, my, I'm not, my mind's not even remotely blown because I've listened to the Ricky Gervais podcast and they have fucking monkey news every episode. I've heard <laughs> way more amazing shit than that. That's what I'm saying. I guess I'm missing out on the monkey you, news. You gotta give it a try. <laughs> it's, it's, I would say it's the uh, best podcast of all time. I'm sure you would. It, well, hey. <laughs> I'm sure you would. It was the number one podcast in the world for a long time. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I don't doubt it, that. It,